morning. Hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on the 15th day of October 2020. We call today a Thursday across the Treasure Valley. My name, that would be Nick, and I see across from me is Radio's Big J. B-I-G space, just the letter J. Yeah. Not J-A-Y. God, he hates that when people do that. Idiots! Just Big J, like the letter. Like the uh, the flying J. Yeah, my name's not J. No, it's not J A Y. My name's Jeremy. Oh man, are we pulling back the curtain? Feels weird to see the well, social security number two one four. No, no twos. <laughs> no twos. Not a single no, two. No, there's one two in there. All right, stop. Already, you're giving out too much information. <laughs> what other numbers are in your social security number? I'm not saying anything else. <laughs> Well, damn it. There goes my plans for the weekend. Hopefully, you have yourself a solid day planned. We do. Another clue in the X-Rock murder mystery will be coming your way at around 7.30. Yesterday, a special guest popped by. Today, that special guest will play a very big part in today's clue. Yeah. Quite possibly, speaking of pulling back the curtains, giving you just pretty much flat out another piece of the puzzle today. So, it's a pretty big clue. Clue number eight's a pretty big clue in the process. Should get you nearly there. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we'll see what ends up happening today. Somebody could get lucky and not get out of the park. You never know. We we are hitting the uh, the part of the murder mystery where at any point it could be solved. Somebody dun, dun. could have just, you know, landed on something or convinced that they know something. And that could be the key to pushing it over the edge. Who knows? A lot of sleuths out there. Yeah, there are. Listen, there's a bunch of true crime fans. There, there, there's a reason why there's a new true crime documentary on Netflix every three days. Because people love this stuff. They love to play detective, man. And that's what the murder mystery gives you a chance to do. The good news is it's not true crime. Ain't nobody really getting killed here. It's all in no. good fun. We're just having a good time. But, uh, you know, that would make a good movie, right? Like, here's my pitch. Elevator pitch it for you. Radio station's been doing a contest for years about fake murders that leads to something in the real world, a la nah. Basic Instinct. No, but not a movie. no crotch shots. Probably uh, just an episode in a TV series. Well, fuck. Either way, I mean, listen, the, the, when you're thinking about it, it depends if it's like a Criminal Minds, that's that's a 42-minute thing. We're halfway to a movie yeah. right there. Been a couple episodes uh, in the Boise area. Yeah. You're telling me we can't do a Blumhouse film about that? Come on. They're making films All on right. Amazon Prime like every two days, too. Write it up. No, no. I've, I've done enough writing. Uh, plus, on top of that, we also have a chance for you to win some Zuboise tickets from us, some Papa Joe's gift certificates, and, of course, Big J will have a nerd alert for you, too. So that should be part of a very good and productive Thursday. We also play music on this morning show. We'll kick things off with some Metallica this morning. It's one here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. In the news today. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Coronavirus numbers for the last 24 hours that came in. We had 640 new confirmed and probable cases. 486 confirmed, 154 probable. That adds up to the 640, Big J, in case you're curious. Oh, boy. Continues a recent surge that has seen more than 400 new confirmed cases per day for more than a week. Ada County back on top with 85, Canyon County 52, Madison County 48. The three deaths were reported in Payette, uh, Kunai, and Bonneville counties. Statewide death toll is 517 since this whole thing began. The other thing that happened yesterday was the state released new data on the number of COVID-19 hospitalizations in the state. And those numbers are also trending upward, which is not a good thing. According to the Department of Health and Welfare, 219 people statewide were hospitalized with infections as of Monday. That's the highest number since August the 3rd, when the state hit its highest number of hospitalizations so far with 242. On September 12th, the state had 111 hospitalized. Since that date, the number has gone up progressively every single day. Of those hospitalized, 56 are in the ICU. That number has also gone up since September every single day. More people in the ICU as well. Uh, the 56, by the way, is a high as well. So, here we are. 
Smack dab in the middle of another spike, Big J. As previously reported on this very radio station. So, something to be aware of. Make sure you're taking all the precautions that you're supposed to be taking. Protect yourselves and your family. And be safe out there for crying out loud. You know what happened yesterday, right? I said how nice it would be if it was going to be the uh, the Braves and the Astros and the uh, and the Rays yeah. in the World Series. And so you know that those other teams are going to rally and make the, these things the last Dodgers forever. The Dodgers hitters heard you. Said, wait a second, hold my beer, Nick. And so did the Rays. Apparently, so did the Astros, apparently. Yeah, uh, Dodgers beat the Ray Braves. Pretty much beat the living crap out of them from the, first, from the word go. Uh, they've scored 11 runs in the first inning. Final score, 15-3. to three. Braves still lead the series 2-1, game 4 tonight. Astros beat the Rays 4-3 to to stay alive in that particular series. So now they're still down three games to one. Game 5 will be played this afternoon. Alabama football coach Nick Saban has tested positive for the coronavirus, as did athletic director Greg Byrne three days before the second-rate team is supposed to play number 3 Georgia. What will happen? I don't know. They haven't delayed the game yet, which is interesting to me. But uh, this comes on the heels of Nick Saban getting a lot of crap uh, for the last couple weeks because on the sideline he is clearly seen wearing a mesh mask, you know, mask, <laughs> mask that has coals in it, uh, which really kind of defeats the purpose of, of a mask, as previously talked right. about. And so uh, that's uh, that's been the, uh, the talk of the last 24 hours. Uh, the SEC has postponed the LSU-Florida game that was supposed to happen this Saturday because uh, there's a, they're right in the middle of an outbreak on the Florida football team right now. Uh, it's up to 21 positives on that team. Uh, the the day before it was at 19, so the game has been rescheduled for December the 12th as they deal with that. If you are excited for films, why not? There's a new trailer out there for you to check out called Monster Hunter. Uh, Mila Jovovich is in the midst of this, taking on some wild beasts. It is put together by Paul W.S. Anderson. If that name and team up seems familiar to you, those two have worked together uh, several times with the Resident Evil series. Aren't they married, too? Or were they? I think they uh, are. They might be. Uh, and so it's a video game adaptation. If you're familiar with the video game Monster Hunter, you kind of have an idea as what's happening. In this particular case, Jovovich is playing Captain Artemis, a character made for the film whose team gets sent to a world populated by mega monsters. And, of course, Big J, that's no good. You understand what I'm saying? Well, yeah. You can't have that. You have to defeat the go, Mega Monsters. You gotta go hunt them down. And so that is the premise, I believe, behind the movie Monster Hunter. And it's supposed to be coming soon. And now you can check out a trailer to see if it gets you excited enough to see it. Have you checked out the trailer? No. Okay. So that means you don't care? I don't care. Are you over the... Mo- now, what yeah, is it? Yeah, you don't want the, You don't want the monster movies anymore? Well, I just figured this is another version of uh, the um, the other Mila Yovanovitch stuff that... that uh, what was it? Uh, um, oh, the movie series she was in for a while. Resident was, Evil? Yes, Resident Evil. The one that we just talked about? Well, wait. Now, you know there's a difference between zombies and huge yeah, gigantic monsters, Yeah, I know, monsters, but right? it's just, you know, it's the same thing over and over again. It's... Well, listen, some of your favorite actors have made a career in doing the same thing over and over again. Sure. I'm over that, too. (laughs) I don't know. I think you've seen Rambo a couple times. Morning after. Available to see on Prime Video uh, for free, and I haven't touched it, Nick. Well, listen, that's that's not a good movie. But Morning after with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, we're going to do some send nudes. Plus, we'll have a nerd alert from Big J. Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. Spooky season is here, Nick, uh, which means most games are getting a few Halloween-themed cosmetics. Call of Duty Warzone and Modern Warfare are no exception. Mixed in with dozens of creepy new operator and weapon skins, Code Tracker has also found two themed bundles uh, available, Nick, for Saw and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So it seems that the skin bundles were added to the game in the latest patch. Each bundle has an operator skin as well as a couple weapon skins plus charms and stickers. Fitting for these horror franchises, the operator skins themselves are absolutely horrifying. What is it? What does that mean? Uh, well, you got the, their skin, so they're they they make it look like uh you know you're the che- Texas Chainsaw Massacre guy, but you can't see your character. You can see other characters when you're fighting each other. Oh, I see. So that when other people look at you, you look yes. like you're the the you look like Leatherface. Yeah, and uh, and the uh, what's the the jigsaw jigsaw? Yeah, 
Yeah. The the clown dude. Um, so there you go. Uh, that 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 should be fun and alarming. And you know, a lot of players. I mean, that's one of the things that's really important too. Uh, a lot of the dedicated players are those uh, those items, and they work hard to get them. So all right, there you go. Uh, Nick, if PlayStation fa- fans had one complaint about the console, it was backwards compatibility. And when details about the next gen PS5 came out recently, Sony stated that it will be 99% backwards compatible. So. How big is that list, Nick? Just 10 games, actually, is all that that 1% entails. So now the list of 10 is getting shorter uh, with a couple of, uh, of companies dedicating themselves to getting those other games into compatibility. Uh, um, among those, Push Square, uh, they're developing a patch that would make the uh, Isle of Man right on the edge to PS5 compatible. And uh, a game, uh, let's see here, called... Uh, yeah, and they want that with 100% functional on the new console. So they're working to get all of them to 100%, Nick. Yeah, that's good. I mean, my only issue is that they have PS5 has, you know, when they say backwards compatibility, it makes me think that you can play all your games on it, but that's not the case. It's only like PS4 games. Uh, I, I, I don't know how much back into PS3 they're going to go, and that's my one concern because, again, the only real game that I would want to play on my PS5 is my college football game that I've yeah. been holding on to, and that's a PS3 game. And, uh, and if I can play that, fantastic, because it'd be good to go back and revisit it. But if I can't, that would really kind of suck it. But, I mean, I get it. I mean, how far back do you want to go and how much of those PS3 games and PS2 games or even PS1 games are really worth hanging around with? And, and if you have the PlayStation Now uh, you know, subscription service, which I do have, there's a pretty good per- g- collection of games from PS3 and 2 that are on there that you can check out. And sometimes it's kind of uh, comical how old they look and feel. Yeah. And play, yeah. and so I get why they wouldn't want to go bar back that far. I just want them to incorporate some of the PS3 games to make me happy. That's really good. Uh, so long ago, Nick. That was so long ago. I know. I know. Sony is giving the PlayStation 4 one more big update before the PS5 arrives, and it's particularly good news for parents. Nick, uh, version 8.0 update releasing today makes multiple uh, additions, including simpler and more adaptable parental control. So, limits on communication and viewing uh, and viewing user-made content are now lumped together to make it easy for parents to understand. Crucially, kids can now ask for permission to use communications in specific games. You can make an exception if you know a young uh, person, uh, they're going to be talking to friends. Uh, but uh, that's a really important thing is uh, being able to maybe keep them away from toxic uh, people out there in the world uh, and having that control but still letting them play the game is a good idea. People are gross. Right? Yeah. And following the update, users will uh, be noticing a, uh, a notification about party safety and that voice chats and parties may be recorded voice chat recording for moderation is a feature that will be available on ps5 when it launches and will be an, a, enable users to record their voice chats on ps5 and submit them uh for moderation review so that means if you do come across somebody who's being in particular uh you know toxic and being racist and all those things you can record that and send it to playstation uh and they'll take action Good. That's a, it's a really really cool thing. So um, your participation in the PS5 chat, uh, you can submit those recordings. Really really cool. Uh, and we're like less than a month away from these next gen systems coming out too. Yeah, right? November. Uh, let's see, November 10th uh, for the Xbox and uh, I guess both PlayStation. They both come out the same day allegedly. Crazy, just crazy. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your nerd alert. <laughs> Morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J survey says men have been way more reluctant to wear face masks during the pandemic. How do you fix that, Big J? I, I don't know. Make it manly somehow? Enter Hormel Foods. Okay. Bacon. They have come up with a solution. Hormel is known best for its black label bacon. I don't have to tell you that. And so they have decided to launch a breathable bacon face mask. Which describes itself as a revolutionary face mask featuring the latest in pork-scented technology. So if you want to breathe in the intoxicatingly delicious smell of bacon while protecting yourself from the coronavirus, Hormel is giving the masks away for free. You should be going around being hungry all the time? Through October 28th, I don't think that's everybody, Big J. If you don't smell something and you're like, God, it smells so good, I want to eat it. You don't, people, regular people are like that? <laughs> I don't think so. What the I hell think, is wrong with I you? I think that's why they're thin. 
Uh, if you want to get your hands on one, you can go to breathablebacon.com. For every request, they'll donate, don't, they'll donate one meal to Feeding America as well, up to 10,000 meals. So oh, that's cool. You can grab your mask for free there, and they'll ship it out to you. See? Bacon, masks, manly, helping, charity. All those things. Word association. Are you interested? No, I don't, I don't need a bacon... I mean, as we talked about earlier, I would just go around being hungry the entire time. And you don't Smell need that. Bacon. Yeah, I don't. Are you getting enough problems? Problems like the NFL canceling the Pro Bowl. That happened yesterday, which had been scheduled to be played in Las Vegas on January 31st, one week before the Super Bowl. But the league canceled it because it needs some flexibility in January just in case it's got to move some regular season games there because of postponements due to the coronavirus outbreaks on teams. And guess what, Big J? There was another coronavirus outbreak on a team this morning. Uh-oh. Atlanta Falcons had a bunch of positive cases. They have shut things down. And so they're scheduled to play the Vikings this Sunday. We'll see. That probably isn't happening now. We'll see what ends up happening there. But as the NFL continues to kind of, I don't know, struggle, it's hard to keep up with all those changes that they're making, to be perfectly honest. They made changes to like seven games last week, and I couldn't tell you any one of them. But the, the problem is, like, it, it, how many different teams this screws over if somebody, you know, tests positive? But. Well, by it's or with, with, with certain point where they, well, they all get it. And then, you know, they have to worry about it anymore. Well, that's already not happening because, you know, it's not like the whole Titans team had it. You know, the they could the like Titans it. could very well see have another outbreak in a week. And uh, and we would be doing this all over again. Because what happens is they, they had like 29 or so positive tests. And don't forget, that includes coaches and, and staff and stuff. Right. And there's hundreds of people that work for the team, not just the, you know, 40 or 50 some odd players that are on the team and practice squad. So there's that they have to deal with, too. Big J, Dexter is being revived by Showtime with the original lead. Michael C. Hall set to return as the avenging serial killer eight years after the show ended, according to Hollywood Reporter. The 10-episode limited series will land, of course, on Showtime. Showtime Entertainment President Gary Levine said, quote, Dexter is a special series for both its millions of fans and for Showtime. This breakthrough show helped put our network on the map many years ago, and so we would only revisit this unique character if we could find a creative take that was truly worth, uh, worthy of the brilliant original series. Clyde Phillips and Michael C. Hall have found that, we can't co- that they're going to come back and shoot it and show the world, so it's happening. Dexter is coming back. Now, what happens, Nick, if they can reverse the damage they did in that last season I, that, I you, don't, that well, you well, hate so much? Listen, it's not the last season that I hate so much. The, the, the last season is, is god-awful. The worst, the way the show ended is, is in my opinion, the worst yeah, series I've, ending. Yeah, I've heard that from, from numerous people. In history. But that show had a real issue with the, like, the last few seasons that it was on the air. It, it, it was not good, and I hate watched it for a long time, and then I watched the very end of it, and I was like, oh, God, what have I done with my life and all this time I've wasted? It, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't as bad as Game... It was much worse, I think, than Game of Thrones, because Game of Thrones was good up until the very end. Dexter had this trajectory where it was just on a downward path for a long, long time. I posted this on Twitter. If you wrap it up after season four, you're very, very good. Like, yes, there's going to be some things where there's going to be some open-ending, but trust me, it's better to leave it open-ended than the way that it actually played out. It just got really, really dumb in some particular spots. There were some bright spots, like Colin Hanks was good towards the end. That was all right. But, like, there was another subplot that I, that I don't want to get into for those that haven't watched the series that was so ridiculous and dumb that, that it's just like, why is this happening? And, uh, and it never really explained itself or resolved itself. And then it just turned really, really dumb at the end. So I don't know how they can undo that unless they go back in time and tell you a story that happened before the ending that makes you kind of forget that that's how the series ended. Like if they picked up like a subplot after season four or something like that and tried to kind of continue the storyline there, maybe. But for now, I'm just like, no, I've washed my hands of Dexter. I'm cool with it. But thank you. Yeah, man, I, it's not something I, I mean, uh, I haven't gotten into Dexter ever. No. So. 
No, yeah, I mean, and, and there's, I think it's pretty split online as well. I mean, there's a lot of people that are excited for it, too. And for those people, I say good. I mean, I'm happy that it makes you excited. But you hate-watched the last few seasons. Yeah, it just, it just wasn't good. It just was not good. And that's, it. honestly, I'll be perfectly honest, that show changed the way I watch TV. It was probably the last show that I hate-watched. Like, after that, I was like, you know what? If I'm stopping, that's why, you know, I gave up on, like, The Walking Dead. I started hate-watching, and I was like, what am I doing? Yeah. And so I just stopped. I was like, I don't want to turn this into another Dexter where I waste, you know, three years of my life watching a show I don't even like anymore as it goes down paths that I don't care about with characters I don't like. And so uh, that's what I did. It changed the way I watch TV. I decided, you know what? If No matter how loyal and allegiant I am to a show, if it starts to get bad, I'm going to stop watching. Like, if they made another season of Game of Thrones, I probably wouldn't watch it. Because, like, why? Right? Yeah. I mean, I already No, don't. you're right. So, and, and and just, why waste that time? So, uh, I say to those that are excited, good for you. I'm just not, I'm just not one of them. Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. Headed to Kingswood, UK for today's We're Going to Hell story. Hello. It's actually a story that took place a little over a year ago. Oh. But is finally starting to make its way into the light because, well, the court case happened recently. And so sometimes that's how things really do get out there in the open. It may have fallen through the cracks before, but not when it gets into the legislative system. Then we start to really dive down deep. And it's the story of uh, an Uber driver in the United Kingdom. Uh, His name is uh, Mr. Kingswood. That's right, Mr. Kingswood. You like that? I'm Mr. Kingswood. (laughs) Is that his catchphrase? Yeah, it is. I'm Mr. Kingswood, and then the Pillsbury Doughboy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I like it. Either way, uh, he was driving people from Uber when he got a call to pick up a group of people outside of a nightclub. And I imagine this probably happens a lot in in an Uber driver's life where uh, they pick up people that are completely hammered. And if you've ever been the, the one sober person around a group of drunk people, you know there's there's no fate worse than that sometimes. You know? Yeah, it's a rough uh, trade. You feel like you're babysitting, and then on top of that, like they're in your vehicle and they're obnoxious, and they're also strangers, so there's probably some awkwardness involved in there. And, you know, it was just one of those things where, where this guy that he picked up, James Mallet, who's 35 years old, had his girlfriend and two other dudes in the car with him. And they were being loud and obnoxious and wrapping up the night, and, you know, Kingswood was just driving his vehicle, doing what he does. And uh, that's when they started getting, like, super loud and arguing about stuff. And so uh, the Uber driver was like, hey, guys, can we take it down a notch? Is that okay? I mean, I'm happy to take you to your destination. But, you know, they started, like, banging on the seats and stuff like that. Like, just doing obnoxious yeah, drunk stuff. Yeah, And he's like, guys, come on, come on, come on. And that is when James apparently uh, decided it would be hilarious, Big J, if he just ripped a really loud and long fart. And look at you. You're laughing. So apparently he struck gold. And that's no, what he I'm did. just thinking that the, I, that would be something you would do if you're drunk, but it, it's not a fart. It actually you just diarrhea all over yourself. So he says, he says, uh, "Fine, we'll be quiet." And he's quiet for a couple seconds, and then he just rips this loud, juicy fart. And Kingswood like, "Listen, that's it, man. Uh, he it stunk up the car. He pulled over and asked all the people to get out of his Uber. He didn't want to take get out the destination anymore. They were being just too much for him to handle. Which, by the way, is any Uber driver's right." Yeah, they yeah. They kick you out of their car if they want to kick you out of their car. Well, of course, James didn't like that very much. And he's hammered, so what do they do? I'm going to kick your ass, bro. Let's do this. So uh, James Mallet decided to leave the vehicle and then threw a punch and struck the driver in the back of the head as he exited the vehicle. So sucker punch. Oh, man, man, that's messed up. And that is when the guy got out of the vehicle and then, you know, uh, basically fought back and jaw jacked the guy right in the face, knocked him to the ground. James's girlfriend's like, listen, I don't want you to get beat up anymore. Let's get out of here. And so they left Let's and, of course, lift. tried to press charges against the Uber driver for what they called assault. Well, Uber drivers are pretty smart. They have cameras involved in things. And so the camera recorded the whole thing and realized that James Mallet was lying about the situation and wasn't just assaulted by his Uber driver. He was told to be respectful and nice several times, didn't do it, ripped the fart, was kicked out of the, ca- the, the vehicle, and then, uh, you know, donkey punched this guy on the way out. And so then they're like, all right, 
Uh, and so there were charges that ended up getting pressed against him, and that's when this whole thing came out in the court system yesterday. So, here's what happens. Now, James, the guy that did all the uh, the initial assault, six months in jail, man. Wow. Yeah. They, Damn. They don't mess around with assault over it's there in the UK. Donkey punching the chair, yeah. probably. The seat of the guy's... Oh, no, he hit him in the head. He got oh. him right, right in the back of the skull. Uh, Six-month jail term, $650 fine, 120 hours of community service, and uh, all sorts of stuff that his license suspended for 18 months as well. Damn, man. That's, so, yeah. That'll yeah. prevent some crime. That's right. Uh, and he may get uh, he may get damages, too, because the Uber driver broke his finger, punching the guy in the face, and was unable, well, he says he's unable to work. And so he actually may get some compensation from this guy. Jeez, this man, too. that's living right. That's right. I that's mean, who we is, is seceded from? That's is correct. that kind of law and order? Now, I don't know if they're all like that, but this one, I believe, you know, it's... How much are they deals. paying taxes? Uh, I do not know. I know they've got the health care over there if you has want it, that. Has it uh, balanced itself out now? Can we can we put all the tea back into the boxes? You would like to go back to the union? Well, hey, man, this guy is in jail for six months for uh, uh, just barely assaulting this dude. Oh, that man. sounds like a, it's a great way to go. You've been sucker punched. Were you barely assaulted that time? No, uh, it sucked, right? Yeah, he had a running start. I'm at just me. saying. You, you this guy me. got hit in the back of the head from a, a, a car seat. I'm not. I'm just saying. If a sucker punch is an assault, whether you, you yeah, get no, it, it, it is. But I'm, I'm like, you know, probably just a little tap is what ended up happening. But still, and he got a chance to beat the guy up a little bit. Yeah, and broke his finger in the process. Oh man. That's that's living life. Well, Big J says the Redcoats are coming. Morning after no, with Nick. I'm coming, Redcoats. <laughs> coming to join you. Uh, we got ourselves a little bit of important stuff on the way here. Long live the Queen. Here's traffic. But first, inside the traffic center we go. Brought to you by the Walker Center. Let's see what's going on in the streets, CB. There's a crash on eastbound I-84 right before the Meridian Road exit 44. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. Since this whole pandemic thing began, Big J, the world has become much more familiar with a little thing called Zoom. Agree or disagree? Yeah, agree. And you are a content creator. Maybe I can interest you in something called OnZoom. It is a new feature that Zoom has added that lets people pay to be part of other people's Zoom. So you can take like fitness classes, for example, or you can take part in Q&A sessions on there, but you have to pay to be a part of it, huh? It allows an event organizer to sell tickets to things for paid events on Zoom thanks to an integration with uh, PayPal that they just agreed to. So there will also be an event marketplace where people can find and sign up for different public events. And some of those can also be free, not just, you know, stuff that's paid, but there can be free and paid events right now. Uh, the platform is only available for U.S. users, but will be available globally next year. Now, there's no additional fees for paid users to try out on Zoom through the end of 2020, but Zoom says it plans to revisit the possibility of taking a cut of ticket sales next year, you know? Gotta make that money, baby! Money! So, what kind of on Zoom things would you like to take part in, Big J? Uh... Pampered chef parties. You want people to pay to be part of your pampered yeah, chef party? Yeah, I do. I really do. A lot. Well, good luck with that. Um, I don't think uh, I don't think there'd be anything I would do. I mean, you know. Maybe if there were like concerts, I guess, on there, that could be a thing. Yeah, but we already got that thing. Well, I know, but I'm just saying it's probably a little bit more readily available for people than some of these other things that are out there. And available on your mobile device, which some of these things aren't other places and i know you don't like watching things in your mobile devices but some people do and so it gives them an opportunity to maybe do that or take it on the road with them or whatever the case may be it's just another thing for people to get money out of you is what it boils down to but now you can charge people to join your zoom thing so something that you could think a, a possible how about this we have people join us during the morning show pay to be a part of the but free they morning gotta, show they gotta pay <laughs> I mean, it's a good way to get our streaming back up in other states, I suppose. L.A. Dodgers pummeled the Atlanta Braves 15-3 last night to get on board and cut the Braves National League Championship Series lead. Two games to one is what it is now. Dodgers ran away with it early. They scored 11 runs in the first inning, and Max Muncy hit a grand slam. It's the highest scoring inning ever in a Major League Baseball playoff game. Game four is tonight. 
Astros beat the Rays, too, to uh, make sure that the Rays didn't go to the World Series too early. Four to three, your final score. Game five will be played later on this afternoon. Earlier this week, Big J Entertainment Weekly was talking to writer-director Kevin Smith in which he reminisced about the making of 1995's Mallrats and discussed now because the uh, movie is coming out in a restored version on Blu-ray about how the box office bomb, which was his real kind of first take into theatrical releases, turned into a cult classic. But one of the things they talked about was the film's sequel, and it's called Twilight of the Mallrats. And it's going to revolve around Brody, Jason Lee's superhero comics-obsessed character. And he says that it's a go. Green light for Mulrats 2. He says, looks like they're headed towards uh, 2021, which is now exciting for them. It takes place 25 years after the original. And the entire cast has agreed to come back and revisit the world of Mulrats. And there's going to be a new cast of characters as well. He says it's about Brody and his daughter and the death of the mall that was so imperative to their early childhood. The Brody that we met in Walrats has only been proven right in life. The world came around to his way of thinking. It's very kind of like, you know, a little bit more passe and uh, sarcastic. So based on that, Brody really never had to grow up. And now he's facing a moment when he might actually have to be an adult. The cast of Mallrats included, Big J. List them off. Who is in Mallrats? Uh, let's see. Uh, well, Jason Mewes uh-huh. and, and uh, Kevin Smith. Uh-huh. Uh, you've got uh, Ben Affleck. Yep. Um, the female lead played by? I don't remember. Shannon Doherty. Right. Shannon Doherty. And let's see. I don't remember the kid who was Brody's friend. Jeremy London. Jeremy London. And that's about all I can remember. Uh, Joey Lauren Adams was in it as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so was Michael Rooker, of course. Uh, oh, that's right. He was uh, one of the he, the girl's dads. He was right? the bad, yeah. Claire Fullerani was the other one, yes. And he was Claire's dad, and he was the big baddie, I guess, technically, in the uh, in the film. And so, Mallrats 2 is happening. I've said it before. And, you know, some of these characters are revisited a little bit in the uh, Jane Silent Bob reboot. Like, Brody pops up, and Ben Affleck, well, I guess it was Ben Affleck's character in Chasing Amy pops up, but still, uh, the, some of these actors, I guess, popped up in it, but Brody is in is in the uh, the reboot, and so now you get these characters, and I've said it before, Mallrats is my favorite Kevin Smith movie, so I will be very interested to see what happens here, although I set forth with cautious optimism because of how I felt reboot went, but either way, he'll probably get my money at some point. And we'll see if it's any good, but it's coming in 2021 now. Here's traffic. I don't think I'm too far off base, but I have an idea as who's going to play Brody's daughter in the film. I'm going to I'm going to guess Kevin Smith's daughter. I think you're right. Weird. Yeah. Culture Smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and for uh, bad, or, I'm sorry, uh, oh, for Pop no. Culture Smackdown today, we'll gladly hook you up with a gift card to go uh, get some grub at Papa Joe's Italian Restaurant here in Boise on Capitol Boulevard. Nick and I uh, partook uh, the other day. It's delicious. Uh, the meatball uh, sandwich, highly recommended. And uh, I enjoyed some scampi. Shrimp was huge, man. Yeah, man. Uh, good food there, and we got you taken care of for uh, dinner, lunch, whatever you want to do out there at Papa John's in Boise for some pop culture smackdown action. Let me give you the phone number. That would be 208-287-1003. If you'd like to play, you must defeat Big J in pop culture smackdown in order to claim this prize, and hopefully you can do that. Hello, hey, VX. Hey, what's cracking? How you doing, man? What's your name? My name is Joseph. All right, Joseph, you're up first. Joseph! This actor has starred in movies like Con Air, Say Anything, and High Fidelity. Oh, man. Uh, Pass. I don't know. Wrong. I don't know. (laughs) I know. Pass? Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, you got to give him credit. He tried. But unfortunately, there's no pass. Pass is just wrong. Hello, The X. Hey, man, this actor has starred in movies like Con Air, Say Anything, and High Fidelity. Who is he? Uh, no clue, sorry. <laughs> that's a, you know, that's a tough one. He didn't mention really? any of his really big movies. Are you kidding me? Like, what yeah. movies have made more I mean, money? I think guys our age probably didn't watch High Fidelity. You're kidding. Con Air, he wasn't the star, really. Yes, he was. Yeah. Yes, he was. 
I mean, there's action movies, there's comedy, and there's romantic comedy in there as well. I mean, I'm willing. We can talk once you get the answer for who, what movies you think I should have picked. Hello, The X. Hey, hey, man. This actor has starred in movies like Con Air, Say Anything, and High Fidelity. Who is he? Uh, uh, John Cusack? Right. That is correct. What did I miss? Gross Point Blank, Better yeah. Off Dead. All those movies are more niche than the ones that I yeah. mentioned. Uh, Big J, to you. This SNL alum has starred in movies like the Ghostbusters reboot and is hosting the reboot of the game show called Supermarket Sweep. Uh, let's see. Leslie Jones. Right. Well done. What's your name, sir? Cole. Cole. This man is the drummer for the band Motley Crue. Who is he? Uh, <laughs> Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. Right. Well done. Big J, this woman hosted the fourth hour of the Today Show with Kathy Lee Gifford for years and years. She hosted it with her? Yeah, she was a co-host. On Today, uh, I'm going to go with Katie Couric. Katie Couric. Wrong. While a host on Today for a while, she didn't host with Kathy Lee Gifford in that fourth hour. Uh, do you happen to know, I'm sir? sorry, you, what about the third hour? You win either way. <laughs> I have no idea. Hoda Ko. Right. Hoda. Hoda. <laughs> Congratulations, man. You got yourself all set up with some Papa Joe's. Hang on one second. We'll get you that gift certificate sent out to you, and you can enjoy some awesome Italian food on us. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We're going to do some headlines. That's happening next on the (laughs) X-Rocks. Headlines brought to you by GoTeamMazda.com. That's a website for Team Mazda and the pre-owned superstore. It's a great place to start your next new or used car adventure, so check out GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines, Big J. Fun not allowed. Too real and, um, okay? Too real. Carmen and Travis Long are two self-professed Halloween lovers living in Los Angeles. They created an elaborate Halloween display at their home. How elaborate? Well, uh, it includes skeletons, pirate cannons, even a pretend fire seen through the house's windows. But while the attraction is drawing some crowds, which the Longs welcome, people have apparently been pretty fooled by the fake fire and mistakenly believe the house was actually burning down. So much so that a couple of concerned residents have reportedly called 911 to report the fire. And I'll tell you what, if you've seen the footage of it, it does look like the inside of their house is on fire. It's pretty impressive. According to Carmen Long, her husband stole the idea from the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disneyland. She says it's just satin cloth, an orange light, a red light, and a fan. The Longs say they've communicated with the fire department and continue to check in each weekend. Their house also has a fire alarm system so that if a real fire breaks out, firefighters will be dispatched. Officials with the fire department reportedly have yet to ask the Longs to change the decorations. But if you get a chance, check out the, uh, it's like, uh, you know, if you do a search for 911 called on Halloween decorations, it should be one of the first videos that pops up. It does look like their house is on fire. So, like, if you're just randomly driving by, I can see you going, holy bleep. Holy bleep. That house is on fire. But then you got to be like, is there smoke? Because where there's smoke, But there is actually fire. smoke. Oh. Like, they have, like, smoke, like, uh, like almost like dry ice smoke kind of coming out the window, like, on the outside of the window. So it does. Jeez. Look. Yeah, check out the video. I'm telling you. You'll be impressed. Man. <laughs> Fun not allowed or um, okay. Um, okay. You can always count on people to try to make money off of any kind of discontinued item they can, but it's usually not a fast food menu item, but enter Bryant Holden of O'Fallon, Missouri. He heard about Taco Bell discontinuing their spicy potato soft tacos, so he purchased three of them, he preserved them in his freezer, and now he's listed them on Facebook Marketplace for 200 American dollars. Now, Holden eventually sold the two individual tacos for $70 each, but... He just couldn't quite move the full set for 200 bucks. He says he's dedicated to hold on to that last one to preserve for future generations to experience this delicious thing. I'll have to turn to you, Big J. Uh, have you tried the Taco Bell spicy potato tacos? Nah, no, but... I mean, they're not around anymore, so you can't. They were loved by vegetarians. Okay. Um, who And people who would, uh, you know, didn't want a beef option, and they were looking for something other than that, and that's what they would turn to, and now it's gone. So that's what it was? It was basically a taco with just potato as the filling mm-hmm. and not yeah. the meat? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, I, I, don't, I certainly don't know if it's worth 200 bucks, but... No, because you um, can't eat it. You get sick. Well, he said he preserved them in the freezer. Nah. So you can microwave them. You're all about microwaving fast food, so why not? Yeah, like a day later. Have you ever tried like to freeze it? seconds. 
No. Maybe it'll work. I don't That's know. kooky and crazy. Oh, listen, paying $70 for two tacos is insane as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, you're right about that. Wrap it up with fun not allowed. Uh, maybe you saw the online ad campaign that Kraft took a risk with. Uh, it was called Send Nudes, Big J. Those sons of... Yeah, they ripped off our bit, but it was a different bit altogether. Doesn't uh, matter. They they spelled nudes N O O D S like uh, noodles. If you get it. Ah, uh, okay. And not uh, even the same. Well, but unfortunately, it's all gone away because it was pulled following some serious backlash. Earlier this month, they did the send nudes promotion, which basically allowed fans to send a free box of mac and cheese or a coupon to a loved one. It was their way of sending noodles to them, and they abbreviated it to send nudes. It's a common noodle pun, but the promotion was not well received. In fact, uh, there was a bunch of people, including uh, a couple of conservative family watchdog groups and all sorts of stuff that really got upset that the craft company took on this send news campaign. Those around here. And so uh, they basically uh, kind of started a whole social media campaign to ban craft for going a little bit sexualized with it. But if you watch the commercial, there's nothing sexual about it. But still, the idea that it was about nudes, I guess, would be upset. And so, Kraft said, uh, quote, for National Noodle Day last Tuesday, we encouraged adults to send free noodles to loved ones and make them smile. The social promotion resulted in over 20,000 consumers across the country receiving boxes of America's favorite Kraft mac and cheese. But we sincerely appreciate and hear all of your feedback. The content will now be removed from all of our channels. So they're backing down, Big J. You will no longer see the Send Nudes campaign making any kind of... Um, so they win, Big J. They win. They shut it down. Yeah, so uh, don't get creative or have fun with anything anymore. You're not allowed to have any kind of sense of humor. Yeah, don't be edgy at all. Uh, because uh, you're either going to piss off one side or the other. And then they'll all they'll complain about the cancel culture, but that they all do the exact same thing. So what are you going to do? Morning After with Nick and Big J. Uh, at least we like our audience. So far, we've been doing Send Nudes for over three years, and nobody seems to complain about it. And we've never gotten Shh. in trouble by anybody. That's what I'm saying. Nobody sent us any nudes. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to, I don't want to start have people start doing that. It's my whole nah, point. they won't. It's good. Because they know what we'll do with it. Post it on our Facebook page. Keep it for ourselves. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. <laughs> Marilyn Manson, we are chaos. Here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X Rocks. Now, listen, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I think America is completely chock full of liars. But I am going to say that I got a hard time believing most of you mother scratchers when it comes to stuff. Yeah, you mother scratchers. And uh, and it's surveys like this that make me want to call you all out on it. And uh, there is a place called move.org, okay? And that is a website that basically helps people uh, in moving supplies and getting, you know, rental vehicles. Or if you need somebody to help you move, it's a place for uh, a resource for people that are moving. Got it? Okay. And so they did You've a survey. You've used this before. Uh, I have not, but uh, I probably should have. Uh, although, judging on the survey, I'm glad I didn't. Uh, <laughs> it, they talked to thousands of Americans, right? And they talked about their thoughts concerning their living size and what the house that they live in. And they talk specifically about living in a van for some reason. Down by a river. Like some Chris Farley character, right. Uh, And it turns out, according to this survey, there is a ton of Americans that would live in a van tomorrow. According to the data that they gathered in the survey, they say that 72% of Americans would would trade in their house today to live in a van tomorrow. Horse bleep. Now, the caveat being that it would also pay off their debt, so that means they wouldn't have to pay off their house anymore or whatever, but they would live in a van debt-free. 72% say they do that tomorrow. And I don't care how much debt you're in, I'm calling BS on that for at least maybe 12% of Americans. If I came to your house tomorrow and said, you get in this van, that's where you live now, you don't have to worry about anything, you would tell me to go to hell. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I would. And and I believe that that's what even the 72% that said that they would do that said that. They would tell me to go to hell if I said that. The other part of it said 74% of Americans are considering retirement in a van. Like they would just live in a van when they retire. Living in a van would suck as a 20-year-old. I can't imagine living in a van as a 70-year-old. Yeah, no kidding. There's no way you're getting up out of the van. 
feel like I can't move my back. It's not possible. Uh. 52% of people say they're much more likely to consider van life because of what's going on with the pandemic. That I suppose I get. Now, what kind of van are we talking about here? Now, here, the picture that they show is kind of like uh, one of those Volkswagen hippie vans. So no. I'm guessing it's a van. It's not an RV. It's a van. It's not one of the Sprinter vans. They get all tricked out these van. days. It's not a Sprinter van. No, no. It's like a van. Like you know, there's a there's like a Panther on the side. Like old school creepy van that people like 70s kind of a van that I'm not even sure they like make the creeper anymore. Creeper van. Yeah, yeah. Where you you know you got the the back hollowed out and you got the bed and the mattress back there and that's where you live. There's that's no not, way. That's not. There's no way. Only 7% of the people they surveyed say they would not consider living in a van at all. I'm one of those 70%. I would not consider living in a van. Now, it could be for whatever reason, but I just don't want to live in a van. Is that a bad thing? No. This makes me feel like it is. You're an adult. Now, I, I don't remember. I, I Maybe I'm making this up, but for, for some reason, I don't think it was you. I don't think you were ever on board. But wasn't somebody you were very close to was really wanted to do like the, the, the tiny house living for a bit? Yeah, the wife. Okay. They, they, she didn't want to do a tiny house. Yeah. And you put the kibosh on that, right? We weren't really going to do that. It was just... But yeah, I was like, eh, it seems nice. And we watched all the tiny house shows for a while. Uh-huh. And to me, but, there's a very big difference between even a tiny house and a van. Like, I look at Tiny House Nation and I go, no. No, I mean, it's yeah, it's cool that you can do a bunch of stuff in that little amount of space. But no, man. I mean, I don't think I have to have a mansion or a 28-room yeah. house to live. But I want more than 200 square feet, I guess, is what it boils down yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, you do. You want to be comfortable, at least. Right. And in a, in, a, in a van, I think you have, what, 13 square feet, maybe? <laughs> oh, no. To do what you need to do. I mean, Between and the wheel wells, maybe. You know, and if you're living in a van, you don't have a bathroom. I mean, you have to go to, like, gas stations to go to the bathroom. Pot. Or you have to go to, like, trucker stops to take a shower. I mean, all these things, that's life. What? I don't know. I just, I'm not buying that 72% of Americans would be cool living with vans. Because it's a lot more, it's a lot easier than you think to live in a van, guys. If 72% of Americans want to do it, you can do it pretty much anytime you want to. There's somebody that will happily take your house off your hands. Yeah. And you can live in a van tomorrow if you want. Trade ya. Ain't nothing stopping you. Van it up if you want to, creeps. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, some bad impressions. Your chance to win something is next on the x Rock. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And we've got uh, a four-pack, a family four-pack of uh, tickets to Zoo at Night evenings uh, through this October here in the Treasure Valley, of course, the Boise Zoo. And I get you to, to grab the kids, go out and have some fun in a safe way. And enjoy the zoo and check out some of the, the really cool things they have to offer there. We'll get you set up with that if you can figure out bad impressions. All right, so here's our number, 208-287-1003. Check out Zoo Boise on us with the family, if you'd like. And, of course, uh, bad impressions works like this. Big J has prepared three clues. They all revolve around somebody that is fairly well-known and famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those clues, then look at you. Gonna zoo it up a little bit. Boo nights. Look at you. Hello, the X. Oh, that ain't gonna work at all. Let's try this one. Hello, the X. Good morning. Good morning, sir. What's your name, please? My name is Aaron. All right, Aaron. Good luck to you. Here we go. I'm the master of horror, so they say. Ooh. Uh, I'm not sure. I created such <laughs> nightmares as The Shining and Pennywise the Damn Clown. Ooh. You got one more for me? Yeah, I'm not sure if it's going to help you, though, if you don't know who uh, wrote those uh, those books. If there is a literature award for fiction, oh. I probably won it. Stephen King. There you go. Yeah. See? Yeah. Anyway. yeah. The Shining's a book. <laughs> good job, Aaron. Hang on one second. We'll make sure <laughs> that you are all set and good to go. Why is little Stephen King in the news? Uh, he, he was uh, horrified, Nick, himself. Good. The other night. He went to the movies last night. First time since February. No problem social distancing. Saturday night, seven screens, four total customers, including my nephew. I feel terrible for the film industry. Oh, that's what he was scared by. Yeah, that's what he was scared Yeah, by. when I went to go see Tenant, there were three of us in the theater. And it was the three of us. that, that Me, my buddy, and his kid. That was it. That went to go see the movie in the theater. Uh, so, yeah, social distancing isn't an issue. But, yeah, there's just not a lot of people going to the movies, man. Uh, but then again, there's not a lot of movies out there for you to see. Well, classic ones. I yeah. Mean, you know, but, I, I mean, I love going to a movie. 
I know, so, but what has stopped you? Go to a movie. Uh, nobody wants to go with me. That was not going to stop you a couple weeks ago, but you still didn't go. Yeah. That's my point. Like, the, the classic ones are, are good and fun in, in, in an environment, but part of the fun of seeing a classic movie in an environment is seeing it in a packed house with other people that have liked interest as you. Uh, if you're seeing a, you know, Ghostbusters with you and your buddy in a theater, it's not the same. Do you know what I'm saying? And so that makes Who's it call? tough. Nobody. That's the whole point. Nobody wants to go to the movies. And so, uh, you know, you it's, it's it's a double-edged sword because movie theaters are great and awesome, and I want them to stay as open as much as possible. But, you know, without the content and without the, you know, with all the numbers spiking, it makes people nervous. And so that's just the way it's going to be, man. And it sucks. But... You know, I'd like to see you in a movie theater at one point. Yeah. Back it up. Let's go. I'll go right now. No, you can't. They're not showing movies at 930 in the morning. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up this show here next on the X Rocks. It's freaking out, Big J. That's from Ashes to Do and Panic. Panic! Wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J. Another clue happened today in the X Rock murder mystery. We're getting close, man. Pretty specific. Two things officially revealed. If you missed it, 12.30 today with Jason Drew, 5.30 again with Adam. And we're getting down to crunch time. There's only two clues left after today. Dang, so man. So this thing is going to have to be figured out here soon, either tomorrow or Monday. It's going to be solved. So get ready because we got some prizes to give away and some Haunted World Passes in the meantime, too. So don't forget about that uh, just for taking a guess. So it's, uh, it's worth your while to call in and give it the old shot. Big J gave us a nerd alert as well. Thank you very much for that. And yeah. we also had a chance to talk about uh, people living in vans, Big J. Apparently, Americans are into it. Uh, several people responding via text, Nick, saying they would they would happily live in a van. Listen, uh, tomorrow you sign your deeds to your houses over to me. I'll sell your house. I'll buy you a van. And I'll take the profit from your house. And you guys can do that. I'll, I'll happily start the van uh, living business if anybody's interested. So if I have any takers, let me know. Because I could sell your house tomorrow probably for a profit, and I'll spend, I don't know, what, $30,000 in a van? I mean, get him a nicer one than sure. you were talking about. Yeah, no, yeah. I will. I will. I'll, I'll get him, and then I'll keep the profit from selling the house, and your life will be worry-free. You pay off your one of your houses. <laughs> That's right. If not all four of them. Uh, Big J, that leaves you with the floor, my friend. <laughs> hey, man, the Los Angeles Fire Department, they've got a new uh, recruit, a robot. Finally, Firebot. I know, Firebot. Uh, I, I want to say it. Your move, Fire. <laughs> but the, no, it is it just like a hose? It's it's well, no, it's a little more than that. They call it RS3, and it's a miniature tank, and it's equipped with a plow ho- a plow nose, and a water cannon, and it uh, can blast 2,500 gallons of water of foam or foam per minute. It, does it have to be hooked up to something in order to blast that? It has to, right? It doesn't have probably, to be a tank. yeah. All right. Uh, but uh, hey, that's good. That's going to save save some firefighters' lives, probably. I'm all for this. Uh, if it can help break down some hot doors and get, get some people free too, that would be awesome as but, well. But some one liners on a speaker would be great. Yeah, it's too bad. It probably doesn't have a speaking function. But uh, that's why you and I are designing robots, Big J. We would worry about the content as opposed to the actual functionality. Morning after. We need two teams working <laughs> together. Nick and Big J. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by GoTMazda.com. It's a website for T-Maz in the pre-owned superstore. It is a great place to start your next new or used car adventure. So check it out for yourself. GoTMazda.com. Jason Drew's up next. You guys have a good one. We'll see you tomorrow. It's the X-Rocks.